1: Welcome to another episode of Impacting Jamaica Podcast. I'll be speaking with Mr. Glenn Christian about an exciting project he is spearheading. Now, Mr. Christian is well known as a successful businessman and also a philanthropist contributing to the education sector. Mr. Christian is the executive chairman of the Carimed Group. Mr. Christian is the convener of Jamaica STEM for Growth Task Force. Welcome to the Impact in Jamaica podcast, Mr. Christie.
2: Thank you very much,
1: sir. Pleasure to be here. Okay, wonderful. As you know, STEM is an abbreviation for science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. And the World Economic Forum predicts that the fourth industrial revolution will cause widespread disruption to business models and labor markets with enormous change predicted in the skills needed to thrive in the new landscape. Simply put, most of the jobs and the wealth to be generated in the near future will come from skills in the areas of science, technology, engineering and math. And if Jamaica does not train its workforce to adapt in these areas, Jamaica will be left behind in terms of economic growth and wealth creation. Tell me about how you got involved in the task force and in the National STEM Center project.
2: Well, in um, in 2019, the American Friends of Jamaica gave me an award. And I attended New York received that award and they asked me to kind of come up with a project uh, to believe that will impact the educational system. I was trained at MICO um, years ago. Yes. I, so I have a full understanding of the educational system. Right. I served on the board of Chase that um, Finance Early Child Education. Indeed. However, in my capacity as a businessman I recognize the need for um, for STEM. We are a country if you look at Jamaica, we are not moving ahead because our educational system needs to be revamped. We cannot find trained people. As a matter of fact, I'm told that Seventy percent of our labour force are not certified, and if we are going to move our economy into a growth sustainable position, then we can compete. Uh, we have to have trained people. We have to have skills. I don't know, you know, how hard it is to find an electrician, or okay. to find a carpenter. Mm-hmm. Okay, and all these are STEM based. Students are not taught simple mathematics calculation. You know, yes. they can make a contribution. As a matter of fact, as we looked at STEM, we said that this is going to represent the game changer for Jamaica. Because Jamaica has not experienced more than about a 1% increase in growth for the past two decades. So that tells you where we are in terms of Unemployment. Look around in terms of the construction industry and look around and see how much things we have to import. Is this as a result that we are not training anybody? As a matter of fact, even with the hotel industry, where over the past couple of years we have been seeing large development, building up hotels, and if you walk into one of these hotels, then you look and realize that everything has to be imported. Yes. So we're not getting anywhere. hmm And when you ask why, what the information that is coming out is that there is an inadequate access to quality science education at the secondary level. Right. Only about 5,000 or 12.5% of the Average 40,000 students sitting CXE exam each year. Only about 5,000 take any science subject. Yes. The other problem we have is that we don't have enough trained teachers for the STEM subjects. Right? Of the 1,800 employed deployed in, into the secondary system, less than 15% of them is, is fully trained. Mm-hmm. So the problem is that if we are going to really move this economy, we got to move into STEM. That is, that is what is going to make have what we call the, the game changer. We are talking about artificial intelligence. We are talking about energy storage. We are talking about robotics. We are talking about all of these technologies that were trillions of US dollars. And we cannot participate. We are importing everything. And so how are we going to to move forward? So this is what caught me. And I decided that I'm, I'm a private sector man. This project is best led by the private sector. Because you're going to need money.
1: yes,
2: And you're going to need people who understand business and what we are looking for. We have to build a pipeline of students pursuing the science, technology, engineering, and math studies. Right. I have just mentioned to you that, you know, only 5,000 of the 40,000 that are sitting in the CXC are taking any science subjects, mm-hmm. and they are not properly taught. Years ago, Dr. Claude Parker, the late Dr. Claude Parker from Michael University yes. Yes,
1: sir.
2: College, mm-hmm. I know... Th- it was his dream to, um, to get a, a STEM program going in Jamaica. And we started looking at how, where we would do this, because Michael is very limited in terms of land space. And so, in a way, it's Dr. Packer's dream that I'm trying to take into, take into a reality. Because he had actually engaged the Water Commission across the the road to see how we could get some of that land. Yes. If we are going to run a proper STEM program, then it has to be connected
1: to uh,
2: a a, a college like Michael. That's right. Which, you know, is well known for, um, you know, bring out the best teachers in Jamaica. That's right. Not correct. to say that I'm Maiconian, so I have to speak. I have to give the, you know, yep. a possible lesson to the one.
1: That, that's right, that's right.
2: <laughs> right. The first thing, when we conceptualized, after I came back from the American Friends of Jamaica, I got together with some business men like boots Hendrickson or yes. Mitchell. Mm-hmm. We had what we called a stem for growth. Right. We launched what we call the Step for Goods um, Project. We, yes. we had a break a meeting at the Pegasus and invited business people to come in. And and then we had um, Professor Michael Taylor from the university mm-hmm. who spoke. And we have a Jamaican living in, in Utah who is well um, experienced in how STEM functions in the school system, Mr. Marlon Lindsay, and he has been a part of it. So out of that, we have been, out of that idea, where we learned the STEM for Good, in 2019, we have then come up with a STEM task force, which, which involved me as the convener, and we have Bocheng Dixon, who, you know, is the chairman of National Bakery. That's right. Howard Mitchell, who is well known, was former head of the PSOJ and has been quite successful. So what we have been able to do is to put the private sector and academia together. We have the president of the Michael University College, Doctor Ashburn Pinock and Doctor Albert Benjamin. And um, we have Professor Michael Taylor, as we said, Dean of the Faculty of Science and Technology at the University. And we have Dr. Andrew Coy, the Associate Dean at External Engagement at UE. Mina Israel from the private sector. Aaron Chung from the American Friends of of Jamaica. And we are happy also to have a man like Sir Douglas O'Reilly, Honourable Douglas O'Reilly, you would have known him. Um, from Grace, from Kennedy. Grace Kennedy.
1: Yes, sir.
2: And a very active man, you know, in his alma mater. Melanie's sobriety um, from the Muslim group. Yes. From a separate group. As a matter of fact, Melanie wants to build a STEM museum in memory of her late grandfather, Desmond Blades. Oh. Mm, okay? Yes. So we have a a, a real formidable group of, of influential uh, people in the, in the society who can that is my my um, dream becomes a reality.
1: Indeed Mr. I, Christian um, a very formidable group that you outlined and a, and a formidable target for this project of tw- 12 to 14 million US dollars. Um, tell me uh, about. Or tell the
2: is more than that. I think you know, on Friday when we did uh, the numbers, yes. Um, we realized that we are between building and the, and the equipping. We are we are now looking at about fifty million US dollars.
1: Wow. Uh, yes, well, it is. No, no, but miss- because part of mm-hmm.
2: part ahead. of that, part of that, we want to partner with Woolmers and St. Hughes because what we want to do is to make that that area uh a, a, a call a knowledge a village. Yes. So you have Microcross here, you have Saint Hughes and, and you have Woolmers.
1: Woolmers. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: And as you know right now the Ministry of Education is now talking about extending the six form to keep students a little longer. yes Two, so more, two what, more additional years finding, in school, yes. Right, so what you're finding, uh, what Douglas is saying, Honourable Douglas O'Reilly Douglas, is saying from Woodmouth, that Woodmouth does not have a space for the school to benefit. And for the program to benefit is going to mean that it's good to have these students, and these labs, these high schools with their, 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 their science lab connected to the, to the STEM center.
0: And now, a word from our sponsors. A toast only works if it's shared with others, even when we're miles apart. So let's cheer each other on. Cheers to the best in life. Drink and live responsibly. A message from Red Stripe, part of the Heineken Company. Welcome back
1: to our podcast.
0: Um,
1: Mr. Christian, this um, project was conceptualized in 2019. A lot has happened since 2019. Um, in the, most notable, the, the COVID-19 pandemic. How has this um, changed your plans?
2: One of the things that we have been working on, we have engaged the Minister of Education. Yes. Okay? We have also been getting a lot of support from the UDC. Because the UDC has a master plan for that piece of land. They have come up with a master plan for that piece of land that we so on. As a matter of fact, I would go to say that if we don't get that piece of land, we it, it's going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. To materialize the, the project, okay. you know, to make it a reality, because that, it has to be connected to a teaching institution.
1: Right. That's the NWC lands across from my. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. And so we have been working on that. We did presentation to the minister, and she liked the project. Yes. We had to uh, um, reach out to the national uh, NWC to see um, if they would have no objection in getting. Getting that piece of property, mm-hmm. and they have. We have gotten had some setbacks there, but we have appealed to them to let them know that this is a game changer for education in Jamaica, and even what commission could benefit from 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 this stand. As a matter of fact, it was, it was the entire Jamaica that is going to be benefited. I like to say, you know, that even tourism if you want to, if, if you want to develop a, a cable car yeah. from from Mona to the blue to up to the blue mountain so that tourists can have a beautiful view of Jamaica from the Blue Mountain and you want to take them up in a cable cart then you, you need science. Of
1: course. You need
2: you need you need science in agriculture. You need you need you need a stem we have to get STEM to, it yes. becomes a culture in in, 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 in education mm-hmm. so that you know that you're living. The people in the market, the Higgler, wherever you have to measure and weigh and multiply and add, okay? You want to make it as simple as that. Mm-hmm. So the plan in terms of the center should be used to train teachers, train students change the teachers to vote and teach the subject. But we'll also have the practical areas where private sector could request for some research and development can be done in, in, in the center. We have actually have developed um, what I would call a partnership, collaboration with the OMI, BABA, centre for science and education in, in, in India. India. We have yes. sent Dr Pinock, Dr. Coyle, and Dr. Benjamin to to India for them to get a person view as to exactly how the cent how this the STEM centre should operate. And they are also went to England up into York. Yes. So that they can then get a full understanding as to how to pull the private sector in to make this a reality. And that is working so well because at this time, the Ministry of Education, along with Michael, is about to sign off on an MOU between the Rome Barber Center of Science and Education so that they will help us help us to frame the, the project and frame out everything going forward. Right. And that is going so well. We have been getting uh, good help from the Indian High Commission. Mm -hmm. And he has, along with our High Commissioner in India, um, they have been working on it. So the project is getting support at at every level. We want to get into a situation, um, and we are working on that, working through, through the support of the Water Commission. How much land we're going to need? What will be the center looks like? So we want to get to, us, get to a point where we have the drawings, yes. we have the schematics and the ideation to take to corporate Jamaica, mm-hmm. to take to grant institutions that will help us with grant funding. There's a lot of money out there that I think we can get if we approach the right um, source and if we present our program in a nice way this will materialize. We, we're not going into it with an if and but. We have gone into it and tell my people on Friday that it has to be a more it We don't have no alternative than to go stem. Yes. Right? Because we are being left behind. If all goes well, by 2023, we should uh, at least be on our way in terms of, say, breaking drum. One of the reasons mm. is that to get the land, to get government land. Yes. We want to lease the land. So, first of all, we have to convince the Water Commission and we have to convince the the Prime Ministers. ministers. give us a 99-year lease to the Michael Foundation on this land. Right. So, everything is subject to approval from the government agencies. Yes. And, and the government. A picture worth a thousand words, they say. Yes. So if we if we can come up with what this what this uh, center would look like, yes, right, um, then we'll get people to buy into it. Mm-hmm. Now we should give you a timeline, but we I only set a thing to say, boy, if we work fast, then you know, hopefully that I can start breaking ground. Or well, we have to raise 50 million. It's not easy, yes. but that has to be structured. And we have to do some spearfishing in terms of raising that kind of money. We have to find the right people, first in Jamaica, stir up some conscience, eh? Yes. Um, find some people who have some, what we can get, what I call civic virtue. Care up your corporate social responsibility. Good. That this is the best way to stem the social problems that we have in Jamaica
1: that's right I like right. I like to play on the words there to stem the social problems we, yes we stem. It,
2: right yes because hmm. of the way we're going to stem the social problems is by investing into education yes and unless we do that unless we decide that we're going to invest in stem right then we will be will be'll be, we'll be at the back of the
1: line. Many of our best teachers in the areas of science and mathematics, they tend to migrate because of the the, the low salaries that are paid to our teachers. So when we train our, our, our teachers and they work in the classroom for a while, they are lured to greener pastures because of the poor salaries here.
2: Our, our, our STEM program has already started with what we call the BOOST program at university. Mm-hmm. Yes. Our National GIFT Foundation to Coach Hendrickson mm-hmm. has pledged a hundred million to the university. Wow. And that money is to hold the, 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 the science teachers to pay, to encourage and mm-hmm. motivate the science teachers by, you know, paying them um, a decent salary, oh. so that they can remain in the classroom. That program, that post program, was launched about um, sometime early this year mm-hmm. uh, between the University of the West Indies, um, Professor Michael Taylor, head of, as we said, head of of the um, science department there. Yes. Already, and Bush Hendrickson, who is a part of of the STEM task force, has pledged that. Yes. And so they are now putting teachers, graduate teachers from the university who are interested in teaching the subject. And and we are not now talking about the traditional high school. Mm -hmm. We are aiming for them to go down, you know, into the... Yeah, they're not well, non, you know, the, the, the non
1: traditional the high schools or non traditional high schools want to get schools. Yes.
2: And and I believe that will help to stem the um
1: the, the, the migration. The, the, the
2: migration. Yes. We'll realise that we have to train enough for export. Right? As as it has been happening with nurses. And, you know, we we never stop that. We just as you said, we just have to continue to train and train more.
1: That's right. But at the
2: same time, find a way to reward them. Indeed. This is what we have to do to keep the private sector aware as to if you are going to run a business in Jamaica and you're going to be successful, then you've got to make a meaningful investment in education. And I'm sure, hopefully, that we'll get a number of private sector people to come on board. Um, Mr. Christian,
1: anything else you'd like to add um, as we wrap up um, on the STEM Center and its impact that it will have on Jamaica?
2: I'm very excited about this, this project. It's a very ambitious. 50 million is not a small change. The investment is relative to the kind of development that we need in Jamaica. The social problems. Are enormous crime and violence. I, I am I'm appealing to the private sector right. to come on board and let us take, make STEM a culture, let it make it a, a game changer in education in, in Jamaica. It is important, it is vital, and it is necessary for us to make this investment. Rome was not built in a day. Uh, It's an idea. We move the idea into action. With this team that I have, I believe that we will achieve our objectives by 2023, hopefully. The latest.
1: (laughs) Indeed, Mr. Christian, convener of the Jamaica STEM for Growth Task Force. I want to thank you once again for your time for joining me on the Impact in Jamaica podcast and with your leadership sir and with the team that you have assembled I have no doubt that this STEM Center will become a reality and benefit all of us Jamaicans both here and abroad. Thanks again Mr. Christian
0: for your time.